Welcome to the 10 Minute Drill with your host, Ben Davis. Alright, alright. Welcome to the 10 Minute Drill. I am your host, Ben Davis, now post viral URI, post night floats for the past week. And this week, unfortunately, I am with no co host as well. Uh, I couldn't even get Lucas Hazelwood. That's how bad it was this week. So I'll be doing this solo, which probably will be better for the content since we don't have Lucas, but it probably won't be as fun. So uh, before I forget, uh, I'm going to give out a quick one shout out this week. Uh, I'm going to limit myself because I gave about 25 after I listened to it last week. So my only shout out this week goes out to Nana. If you guys don't know him, he's Connie's uh, now fiance. I was about to say boyfriend, um, and he is literally the only person on this face of this planet that's listening to this podcast that isn't in the league. So uh, I found that out tonight at Kristen's birthday party. So I just have to give him a big shout out. If you're listening to this on your flight, have a safe trip, um, and keep spreading the gospel of the 10 minute drill. Now with an average of about 22 minutes uh, of content. So uh, let's. Try to save some time. I'm going to try to keep it short this week. Uh, let's jump straight into the winners and losers of this past week. If you want to crown them, then crown them. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. Really, I got to start off this week uh, by talking about my own matchup with Ryan. Uh, he was the big winner this week. The most points of this past week with 176. I did not think he was going to score that much. But I did have that gut feeling. Um, and that gut feeling was pretty darn good. So uh, he gets the uh, top winner this week, riding Marshawn Lynch, 33 points. Aaron Rodgers, 35 points. Of course, he's throwing a, you know, my luck. Jordan Nelson, who also has 21 points to boot. So uh, we'll start off with uh, complimenting Ryan on his very strong Week 2 victory, now making me 0-2. So thank you very much. Um, moving on, uh, Joe, uh, Joe's team, Joe the Dude Abide, beats Greenwood Saracens uh, in a pretty close matchup, 148-135. to Joe now takes a stranglehold of his division, now going 2-0 and uh, beating second place Lucas Hazelwood right now. Really uh, interesting team composition for Joe. He's the only person that I've seen who rides two tight ends. you got Jason Wooden and Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham coming up huge with 33 points. Mike Walsh with 26. Um, on David's side, he did have Julio Jones who went for 35, but in the end... Low production from Kembrell Tompkins. I did try to uh, trade for him, and you didn't listen to me. So that's what happens when you don't listen to me. He gets six points, um, and then he got dropped subsequently after that. So Joe uh, gets that week one victory and uh, is looking strong after that. Um, next up, we got Team Juanes, um, along with Tiny Tackles. Uh, this was a very close matchup, as we thought it would be. Um, Amanda with t- Tiny Tackles uh, goes for 120 points. While Team Juanes gets 127, a very narrow victory. But uh, really, in the end, it was my bad, which I will get to shortly, and nailed it and failed it. Uh, Michael Vick, 34 points. Des Bryant, 29 points. He really went with the big hitters that time. No one else really did much of anything. Uh, He just kind of rode his horses there to victory. Um, Fourth fourth matchup here, we got... We'll talk about close. Um, we had a literal tie between Lucas Sproles Royce and Dan New Jersey Peyton Schmaden. Um, tied at 139. Actually, Lucas won this matchup by two points. 
I'm not sure how the, the scoring went, but I am pretty sure they, they nailed Reggie Bush for the fumble that they gave to Matt Stafford. I would know because I have Matt Stafford, and I was pretty angry about that. So I think Reggie Bush ended up getting that correction, and that's how they ended up tying. Um, really, I did not see this coming whatsoever. I thought Lucas was going to really steamroll Dan this week, but hey, Deshaun Jackson, um, look at the Eagles offense this past, well, not this past week, but two two weeks ago, really exploded. Deshaun Jackson was just lighting it up the first two weeks, along with Jamal Charles, um, 23 points. So we got a tie there. And finally, um, unfortunately, we're going to have to to single out Connie this week because she did get the lowest points. And I'm sorry to single you out, Connie, because I know how much you hated it. But we got to play a little soundbite for you here. Connie Chim, unfortunately, 98 points this past week. She couldn't break the 100 uh, point mark. Really, I, I don't know what to say about this matchup. It was kind of like worse and worser, <laughs> if possible. Eagles defense, really, uh, Philly just letting her down this week. Minus two points, really, only outdone by, I think Nick had minus three points with the Steelers. Um, to note by Seth, he did add 20 points from Julian Edelman, who I wanted off the waiver wire, and I didn't get, thanks to my injury to my own player on the Patriots. And then Tavon Austin, 22 points. I really didn't see that one coming either. And really, those are the only two guys that did much of anything, along with a little bit from Jermichael Finley. So, Seth, on the board, I'm giving you credit here. Um, you, I told you I'd ask for penance. Here's me asking for penance. Uh, I didn't pick you week two, although I did pick you week one and you sucked. But I didn't pick you week two, and uh, you won, albeit against... The worst performance of the week. So uh, let's get on to Nailed and Failed It, our weekly segment on what typically I and someone else uh, got right and what we got wrong, but it'll just be me this week. Nailed it and failed it. Well, where do I start? I pretty much got everything this, wrong this week. Uh, there's very few predictions and or moves that uh, I got right. So let me just start off with the fail part and I can end with one thing that I did get right in this past week. Actually, a couple of things. Um, so just the short, uh, abbreviated version of what I got wrong this week. Uh, I have to apologize to Amanda and to Lucas because I didn't think D'Angelo Williams would have more points than uh, Golden Tate. Granted, Golden Tate, I mean, you expect to have more than three points. But D'Angelo Williams had eight. Um, Golden Tate only had three. I said, you know, we bet a penny on it. So I do owe Lucas a penny because D'Angelo Williams had more points. I still think D'Angelo Williams sucks. Do not play him if possible. Um, and then because of that, actually, Amanda didn't end up losing solely because of that, but she could have had five more points because she lost by seven. Um, I also got the Seahawks score incredibly wrong again for the second week, but I was pleasantly surprised because it was just a thrashing of the 49ers. I, I don't think we have any 49ers fans in the league, so that's good. Uh, they just annihilate them. It was, it was so good to see. Uh, I'll do a mini shout-out to Laura Diamond, who uh, stayed on service for me for an extra two hours or so. Uh, to cover up me while I watch Sunday Night Football. So thank you for that. And then finally, Des Bryant. Um, I know I've been really hating on him hard. Um, so this is kind of a, a mix. So like he, he exploded this past week. And yes, I've been down on him. But at the same time, I did say he's going to explode certain weeks and then he's going to fall off the map certain weeks. Like I could totally see him just not being anywhere this week and uh, Tony Romo having a bad game in subsequent weeks and just really him like falling off the map. But he's going to be a, like, you know, a go big or go home type of guy. So I did get it wrong this week, but I really, I don't think in the long term it's for the better of a team. Let's talk about the few things that I did uh, get right this past week. Cecil Shorts. Now, if you listened last week, 
you're probably number one being like, who's Cecil Shorts if you don't play fantasy football? And then after you find out who he was, you're like, there's no way he's going to have a good performance. But I told you, Chad Henney, when he comes back, that first game, Cecil Shorts, it's like magic, even though the Jags are awful. Um, so he had 17 points. I think I predicted him to have like 23 or something, but really he's a touchdown short. He had a really good game yardage and catch-wise. So I think I nailed that uh, pretty well. And then Maurice Jones, Jew. And Ray Rice. I was never high on them this year. I think they're both getting older. It's a young running back league. Unfortunately, um, both of them are on Seth's team. And they're both injured now. So he has to uh, uh, bench them both this week. Sorry, a little bit of snot came out when I left at that. Um, so uh, he's going to have to deal with the fallout of uh, drafting slightly old running backs. So uh, let's look forward to this week's uh, matchups now. So let's look at the first one, which would be Tiny Tackles Amanda versus uh, Ryan from Ryan. Uh, really, ESPN projected 148 for Ryan, 124 for Amanda with Tiny Tackles. I really, I as much as it pains me to go against my wife, I really think Ryan's going to have a pretty easy week this week. I mean, just looking at matchup for matchup, uh, Marshawn Lynch versus Matt Forte, Marshawn Lynch versus Jacksonville. It's going to be an easy day for him. The only hope is if they get up by a bunch and then they just rest Marshawn. Um, but just going down even more, Steve Smith versus Pierre Garçon. I think that's a, a wash. Reggie Wayne versus Greg Jennings, which goes for Amanda. But then from up there on down, I really think it goes in Ryan's favor. It's Tony Gonzalez, Tori Smith, and Jordy Nelson versus Brandon Myers, Golden Tate, and Miles Austin. Uh, I think she has her work cut out for her this week. So I'm definitely have to go with Ryan. Uh, next matchup, matchup we have here, we have Sproles Royce, Lucas versus Joe the Dude Abides, Joe. Um, projected Joe with ooh, 163 points. That's quite a bit. Versus Lucas's measly 130. Uh, I already have two sample sizes here. Uh, LaShawn McCoy going for 21 points. And Dwayne Bowe just non-existent, uh, which is really a surprise in that Kansas City offense. You'd think that Alex Smith would like fixate on him a little bit more, but uh, it's really not happening. He only had one point this week. Um... Going down the map, I really think this is going to be an easy victory for Joe. Peyton Manning versus Oakland. I think this is the week C.J. So even though New York Jets have a pretty good run D, I really think C.J. Spiller, is. this is going to be the week where he goes off. Um, they're so random, and you don't expect them. So I'm expecting the unexpected. I think he has a big game as well. Um, and then just going down the list, really, Cal- only way for Lucas to win is Calvin Johnson and Brandon Marshall have just absolutely monstrous games. Reggie Bush is injured. He's questionable for uh, Sunday's game. Uh, I think this is also a period where not drafting a good quarterback is going to come to hurt uh, certain good teams like Lucas's team, like Nick's team. Um, He has Carson, like Lucas has Carson Palmer starting for him. Granted, it's against New Orleans. That's a good matchup for him. I don't know. I I don't see that being a consistently good thing. I know he'll have certain games where he throws it for 45 times, but uh, I don't think it's too little uh, for him this week. I think Joe has a pretty easy victory. Moving on, I still have a little bit of snot left from when I was laughing at Seth. Sorry about that. Um, speaking of Seth, Seth by a hair versus Greenwood Saracens. Um, projected total. This is ESPN has this close. Seth with 158 versus David with 162. Personally, I don't think it's going to be that close. Uh, I know I've already predicted two rather easy victories. I think Greenwood Saracens is going to have an easy victory here. Sorry, Seth. I got to go against you again. I'm sorry, I don't see you every day on service, so I don't got you near and dear to my heart anymore. Um, although, I do appreciate that you are watching UFC now, so I, I, I'm not going to give a shout-out, but I will give you credit for that. Um, really, just going down the list, you, 
Greenwood Saracens is pretty much winning in each category, mainly because Ray Rice, Maurice Jones-Drew, they're both out um, of this week's matchup, and that really kills them because they drafted them pretty high. Uh, but we got to make a special aside for Trent Richardson, who was um, traded from uh, the, the Cleveland Browns to the Indianapolis Colts for a first-round draft pick. Uh, a lot of hubbub about that this week. I think, honestly, I wasn't high on Trent Richardson at all this year, especially in a PPR format. But I think his value like doubles based off of this trade. Um, Indianapolis, granted, they're not a run-first offense. They throw the ball quite a bit. But Trent Richardson's going to have bigger gaps to run because they'll do more play action. Uh, I think it just frees him up so much more because everyone was just, you know, they're loading up the box in Cleveland. Trent Richardson had nowhere to run. So I think you're going to see his value uh, increase uh, quite a bit. Um, going down the list, but Wes Welker, um, Julio Jones, both big hitters. Uh, he picked up Eddie Royal off the waiver wire. I wanted Eddie Royal, but I didn't get him. Um, I'm happy with DeAndre Hopkins, though. Um, I, I think those are all good pickups. I don't think um, the flex group of Seth. I take that back. Sex, Seth also has sex. Seth also has uh, two tight ends as well, Jermichael Finley and Antonio Gates. But that's mainly due to uh, his um, um, injuries this week. I was saying Joe was the only team with two tight ends. Um, but really, I, I don't. I think Giovanni Bernard was a flash in the pan last week. I mean, he didn't rush for that much. He didn't get a ton of carries. Yeah, he got a couple of touchdowns, but you're not going to rely on that every week. So I'm going to go Greenwood Saracens easily. Next matchup, myself, Russell uh, Athletics versus the New Jersey Peyton Schmaden, a.k.a. Dan. Projected totals 137 for me, 124 for Dan. We already have uh, two people already played Jamal Charles. Very nice 30 points. By the way, in the nailed it and failed it section, if Lucas was here this week, I would have held him to it. He's been down on Jamal Charles. He says it every week. It's like his equivalent of Des Bryant. Jamal Charles had... 20-plus points last week. He had 30 points this week. Really, he's the only guy on the Kansas City Chiefs that are doing anything. So I think that's a failed it for you, if you're listening. I know you're listening. It's a failed it. I'm holding you to it. Um, Deshaun Jackson, um, really, he's suffering from uh, teams catching on to the Philly offense, plus Kansas City having a good defense. He only had nine points this past week. I know I've done it two weeks in a row. I'm going to do it one more time, and because I'm doing it, I'm going to curse myself with another loss, and I'll probably go 0-3, but I'm going to pick myself this week. Um, I really think Doug Martin, this is he needs to have a good week, and uh, I think this might be the week. Granted, New England, their vulnerability is in their secondary, not in their run defense. I think he's going to have a good week this week. Uh, I think just from top to bottom, Randall Cobb, uh, he's been having Saul's production. Stevie Johnson's been really a big surprise for me. I, I really like that pickup. Um, but I'm going to say the, the big boom for me is actually going to be DeAndre Hopkins, who I picked up off the waiver wire um, in both of my leagues. Uh, with Andre Johnson being more injured, granted, I think he's going to play tomorrow. I think you're going to see him get more and more targets. I love myself some targets. He had 13 last week. I think he's going to keep getting them. He's going to have a big week. I'm going to win by... Three points. It's going to be a close one, though. Um, but, of course, I'll lose because I just said that. Last matchup this week. We're almost there. Philadelphia Freedom, Connie, going for redemption after that uh, abysmal Week 2 loss versus Team 1 as Nick, who is now leading his own division now at 2-0. and um, We've already had a couple of people play. Michael Vick, 15 points. Eagles defense, 4 points. Really, it's kind of a wash. Uh, both of them didn't have great games, but didn't have horrible games. Knicks uh, projected to win 149 to 133. I really, I, I 
Sorry, Connie. I know you get on my case about this, but I'm gonna have to go with Nick. Just looking down down the roster, Adrian Peterson, Arian Foster, Des Bryant versus Fred Jackson, Demarco Murray, Demarius Thomas. Only a matchup I like there for you is Demarius Thomas over Des Bryant. Does have Andre John, Andre Johnson versus Akeem Nix, which I also like. Um, and picking up Charles Clay off of Miami tight ends, I think that might be a, a sleeper good pick. But um, looking back, uh, Marcus Colston, no Sean Moreno for uh, Nick's flex. The only thing that could be uh, Connie's saving grace is Rob Gronkowski, who's been out for the first two weeks. Um, there's a small, 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 small chance that he might play tomorrow. I don't think he is. If you look right now, this is going to probably be inactive for tomorrow's game. So, Connie, if you're listening to this between now and tomorrow's game, which is at 10 a.m., you might want to look at that one more time. Unfortunately, Larry Fitzgerald is injured um, right now, and he's uh, listed as questionable, so she doesn't have him in his lineup either. So I'm going to have to go with Nick. I think Nick's going to get another victory uh, and start building a lead in his division. So uh, I have nobody to thank this week, uh, like Lucas Hazelwood, for coming on the show. I'll thank myself. Good job, Ben Davis, for doing the, the show this week. Um, I will have a new guaranteed guest next week. Um, who's definitely going to be hard-hitting. We're going to have a couple, actually, new people in the next uh, few weeks, um, be, be some guest co-hosts on the, on the show. So uh, I will do my own prediction for the Seahawks game, since that's how I like to, to end the, the podcast. It's the Jags. <coughs> Still got some of that phlegm from the Seth joke. So um, the Jags are awful. They have 11 points in the first two games. Honestly, this should be a blowout, and it will be a blowout. Um, I'm going to go 20, no, nay, I'm going to go 33-7 Seahawks. Uh, I predict two defensive touchdowns. That, that's what I'm going to go for. Uh, so 33-7, of course I'll get this wrong like I do every week. But that is the 10-minute drill with Ben Davis. Uh, I am your host. This is a new record. We're done in less than 18 minutes and 30 seconds. I uh, hope you appreciate the timeliness, and I'll see you guys next week. Bring them out, bring them out. Bring them out, bring them out. Bring them out, bring them out. Bring them out, bring them out.